Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and on today's episode, I have Robert, the CEO of Routezilla. How's it going, Robert? Good. How you doing, Naylor? Thanks for having me on. It's going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. And um, so just to give a, a little context, you, you are in British Columbia? That's right. Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, Canada. which is about three hours east of vancouver bc which is more commonly known wow and it's not and so you were saying you're a few um only a few weeks out from from where we are over here in the states or for me central virginia basically the central of the country you know we're, we're already cutting grass grass is growing like starting to grow like crazy not too bad yet but we, we try to get a jump on it yeah you know what uh when i got home from work yesterday my wife and my four-year-old daughter took me out in the backyard and started pointing out the tulips coming up in our garden so we're we're pretty close we're not that far out nice yeah that's usually the sign that spring is coming right there's no leaves on any of the trees well there's a couple select trees but there's a ton of trees that just like nothing and it's like it looks like winter but the grass is green and starting to grow so it's kind of a weird dynamic normally they kind of around here it's all one and the same but I don't know. It is what it is. It's been a, it was a cold winter for us. I'll say that like probably a normal winter. We've had some mild winters in the past, I think. So we got, we've been spoiled and now we're like, Oh, it's so cold. So now like, you know, the seasons are trying to catch back up with each other and reset a little bit. So, um, but yeah, so I, I just wanted to kind of, uh, talk about your backstory and then you know we'll obviously get into what routezilla is for those that are listening like what 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 is that who what so uh, um i think there's a good story there and obviously as you and i have talked before off air uh, about what you do and, and how it can benefit our industry and a lot of other service related industries so why don't we just start with uh, you just kind of telling us a little bit about yourself, you know, your backstory and kind of how we got to where we are today or how you got to where we are today. Yeah, no, uh, thanks. Thank, I mean, I'd love to share a little bit about that. It's, uh, I mean, it goes back to I actually grew up in Vancouver, BC. And I, I come from a family of 11 kids, I'm actually number 10 of 11, huge, huge family. My dad was your, your classic entrepreneur, um, like he just, you know, had all these kids and really had no idea how he was going to feed them all, but he just went out and he just made the money and just did whatever he had to do to make it work. My dad, both my parents actually grew up very poor, uh, but bo- both morphed into uh, being entrepreneurs as they, as they got married and got into their adult life. And they passed all that on to us kids. It's funny because some of the things that I know about business, I wonder where the heck did I get that from? Well, I think I just got it from the dinner table and growing up, you know, my dad did a lot of his phone calls. You know, he set the phone on the, this is before cell phones even, I mean, not, not trying to, you know, date myself, but, <laughs> um, 
you know, before cell phones, he'd put the phone in the middle of the table at dinner time and he'd make all his calls in the evening. My dad was a developer. Uh, and then, you know, I went to school. I was, I was actually going to school. So I played competitive hockey and, and football and all that all the way up. I actually ended up playing one year of university football as a quarterback at a Canadian school where the talent level is probably a little bit less than some of the American uh, big schools, that's for sure. Um, and then I, I, I didn't do so hot that year and I ended up transferring to another school the following year and played, played competitive hockey for that school. Cause I'd played, you know, hockey is a big thing in Canada. So I played that all the way up. Many of my friends went on to the NHL, that sort of thing. Wow. Unfortunately, unfortunately I couldn't, uh, couldn't hang on to their coattails or couldn't keep up. But, but uh, you know, through all those experiences, obviously a lot of learning and growing up around that entrepreneurial environment and everything else. And at some point, I came to the realization that, you know what, uh, I got to stop living the dream. I'm just not going to be a professional athlete. And so I got serious, more serious about my schooling. And when I was in school, I was studying to become a teacher. And it was interesting because that, it was one of those previous summers I had taught at a hockey school uh, for kids. And one thing really jumped out at me after that experience was like how much I actually hated teaching. what, What the what the heck am I doing? I'm in, I'm in school and I'm a teacher. This is the rest of my life. And, and while I was sitting in school, I, I just kept thinking about how I was going to make money. Like I had all these ideas running through my head. And, and so instead of actually teaching at a hockey school, I ended up leaving university and starting a hockey school program where I hired a bunch of other people to teach. And the program itself, that was kind of my first venture, my first uh, entrepreneurial opportunity and that, that program that I started in Vancouver is still running today. It's, a thousand, it's taught thousands of kids and parents about the game. And then I, you know, as I was sort of starting this program, my dad being the developer that he was and, and realizing that as I was starting this business that I needed uh, probably some extra work to make some more money on the side, he was building this, uh, was, he started this development in, in the area that I live now, which is Kelowna. And he said, hey, um, if you want some extra work, we need to do the, the landscaping needs to be done around this building. And I'd kind of done some work with, you know, on different developments that my dad done over the years on the landscaping side of things. So I knew a bit about it, uh, but I'd never, you know, gone out and done a landscape on my own from scratch. And so I went into the local nursery and I said, I said, hey, I'm doing this job down here. Can you help me out? Can you give me some recommendations on plants and that sort of thing and, and how to install an irrigation system? So they came in. And they were very helpful in doing that. And the project actually ended up winning an award for the top landscape in the area for that year. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, like that was so easy. I can't believe it. Like we could, <laughs> I could make some money at this thing. Nice. And so, and, and it's a funny story is that at that time I was running, I, you know what I had for, I had a Geo Metro car. I had this <laughs> tiny, you know, you, know, you know how small those cars are? Yeah. Like, yeah. a, like a Chevy Sprint, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, a little tiny, yeah. tiny a hatchback. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And, and I, hey, believe it or not, you can fit a wheelbarrow in the trunk. Wow. So, I mean, this is this is what I started off with. <laughs> you know, I would rent my equipment, have them drop off at the job site the equipment that I needed. I would slide my my wheelbarrow into the trunk. At one point, I actually recall even carrying some sod on the roof. We had a couple of rolls left in the <laughs> sod. Uh, wow. Anyway, this is. This was the beginning, and I, after this this project won an award, I went into the nursery and I said, "Hey, you know, I, you met me, you know, a couple weeks ago to this project won an award, and 
And uh, if anybody comes into the nursery and they need a landscaper, would you mind referring them to me or sending them my way? And they said, oh, okay, we'll, we'll try a couple out. Well, that ended up uh, sort of morphing into like thousands of landscape projects that are coming through this nursery. Anybody that came in that needed landscaping went straight to me. Wow. Uh, they, we ended up, uh, I got, I, I went beyond, you know, the Geo Metro car. And I bought a, a Ford 150 that came with a trailer and two Honda mowers and a ride-on and a John Deere ride-on mower, and and two lawn mowing um, uh, two lawn mowing contracts. So here I was now. I was doing new installations, and then I had the, the two lawn mowing contracts. And all of a sudden, you know, I was a landscaper, and I started <laughs> attending all the trade shows and everything else. Wow. And, and, and it was funny. It just it just continued to grow and grow. Next thing I knew, I had 15 employees. I had, you know, had my some of my staff had had wives and children that were depending on this business, you know, yeah. as, their, as their livelihood. And and um, actually, I got to the point where I I started thinking, oh my gosh, like if I ever want to do anything else, I think I'm in too deep. Like I don't think I could ever. It's a big um, responsibility, that's right? That's that's right. I yeah. mean, you would know that yourself. Yeah. But once you get that team around you, it's uh, uh, you know when you're at the top, it's it's sometimes pretty lonely and, it, and it's a lot of pressure when you've got you know when you think about all the mouths you have to feed under yeah. the umbrella of your business. So, For sure. Sorry, maybe that's more of a intro than you wanted, but uh, <laughs> no, no, that's that's good. I mean, that's that's really can I'm sure that connects with every listener because now they know that you are a, a part of the community. You know, you you were a landscaper just like the rest of us, you know, or, or those that want to be one. So that's that's really uh, really cool to to share all that. And so how how did you like man? So you must have had a decent sized company to have fifteen people. Yeah, that was, that's that's no joke right there. I don't I don't know a whole lot of folks with fifteen people. You know, I mean that's that's a pretty decent size uh, landscaping business. So what 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 was the next step there? How did you like how how did you go to Routezilla? Like like you know you can tell us all about that. You can explain what that is in a minute. But like where where did we how did that come about? That's a, that's a, yeah, it seems like quite a, quite a leap, but it really wasn't. I mean, again, going back to the fact that I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, um, you know, I'm, I'm agitated and I'm motivated and I'm always like, so I mean, the things that I'm struggling with, I'm always motivated to find a solution and a way around it. And of course in 2009, you know, there was this major challenge, whether we liked it or not, kind of fell upon everybody and that the economy just tanked. And so we went from, you know, we were in a market where, I mean, it's not a huge city that we were in, but there was about 3,000 new homes being built a year, and we were landscaping a lot of them, uh, which was great. And then the following year, in 09, it went from 3,000 to 600. And everybody that was looking for work picked up a wheelbarrow and started calling themselves a landscape company. And, mm. and so we were up against all that. And so the market became very saturated. It was very challenging to survive. And so what I started doing, again, thinking about all these mouths that I had to feed, I started bidding on big, you know, commercial projects, government projects, really got into the, the, the side of the game that probably had no business being in, given the amount of cash flow you really need to have to be doing these big, you know, multi-million dollar government projects. But we did it anyways, and we did it 
for less, like our margin was less than 10% mm. on some of these projects. Even to win them, we would end up giving something, you know, some parts of the project, literally doing it for nothing and hoping that we'd make all of our money, you know, betting we'd make all our money on, on this part of the project and, and that sort of thing, which right. I know a lot of companies were doing at that time, just kind of trying to wait out the storm as long as they could and make a little bit of money if they could. And, and so that's what we were up against. And then we started looking for other things that we could do with this team and this business that we'd built. And so the thought came, came to mind that, Hey, you know what? We could, we could buy this, uh, you know, irrigation service company. So it so happened that the nursery that had been feeding us all these leads over the years had built up a big irrigation department and they wanted to get rid of it because it was just to the point where it was overwhelming for them. And, and uh, the owners were getting older and they said, Hey, do you want to take this over? Do you want to buy this from us for next to nothing? And I said, yeah, I said, I think that's a, a perfect, perfect fit. And I said, because, you know, this is the type of work that needs to be done no matter what the economy is doing. Right. And so we're in a, you know, we're in a, a Northern, a, a Northern area, like the Northern States where, all these irrigation lines going to be winterized in the months of, you know, October and November mm-hmm. when the pipes freeze over winter. So, um, so we thought this was a great, a fantastic idea. We bought this business in September and in October, so it was 700 homeowners that we had to service. In October, we had 700 places to be in one month's time, uh, four, pe- four people to get the job done. Yeah. And this is where we, we felt the pain it ended up being um, sort of the birthplace of Rootzilla as we yeah. know today. Wow. And just to point out, so um, <laughs> this word is like tomato, tomato. It's like, so like I say route, you say root. A lot of people say root, route, you know, it's like root 60s, you know, like whatever. So it's one of those words that can be pronounced differently <laughs> for whatever reason. So, um, but so, so tell us about uh, Rootzilla. <laughs> It's funny. When I'm talking to Americans, I usually just say route by default. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, 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 to Canadians, it could, you know, route could be um, actually, you know, it could be R-O-O-T. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually spelled R, you know, we spell it R-O-U-T-E-Z-I-L-L-A. Yeah. Like, like, Anyhow, like, like, like the route, like, like taking a route somewhere, like, you know, like your, your service route, you know, to you exactly. know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Um, so, so Rodzilla, so I talked about, yeah, we felt, you know, we came across this challenge where we had, you know, 700 places to be in one month's time for people to do it. So to orchestrate all of this, we had to make sure that people had their water off before we arrived <laughs> and right. And or else we couldn't winterize their lives. And, uh, so we ended up having three people in the office, like phoning, texting, emailing, trying to coordinate this whole thing you know, waiting for this person to call me back. And if they do, they've got their water off. I'll put them in on this day because I've got somebody going that direction. And this is the kind of thing that was going on to the point where we hardly made any money. And I was so disappointed. And I said, okay, we're either going to, you know, we're either going to fix this or we're going to get rid of the business because it's not what we hoped it was going to be. And I said, I don't want to reinvent the wheel. Like surely there's a solution out there that can help us automate a lot of this scheduling process uh, we weren't and you know we had this you know we had what was equivalent to you know jobber house call pro worky like any of these fantastic systems that we have today sort of on the back end to help administrators coordinate things we had like our equivalent of that in place 
Um, but it's still, the problem is, is that with those systems, you're not automating anything. You've just got a nice place to store all of your information. You get a nice snapshot of what's going on. Right. What we wanted was to eliminate all the, the coordination that we had to do between, you know, our team and the customers. And we got a little bit inspired when we came across the website for 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Here's a little plug mm. for 1-800-GOT-JUNK. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not sponsored saw, by the way. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that was unintentional. So we, uh, we, uh, we went to their site and we saw you can, here it is. You can enter, you enter a zip code and you can literally book the truck to come out and pick up the junk from your house right there on their website. It was so simple. And, and I thought to myself, I said, that's the customer experience that I want. I want to be able to send people a link and say, Hey, click on this link, you know, an email or whatever, click on this link, enter your, your, your zip code, and then book your time to have us come and winterize your system without having to go back and forth and all that. And have those times sort of allocated by zip code was what the initial thought was. Yeah. And so we ended up building out the system. And what we didn't know, I mean, this is, this is now in 2010. Wow. You know, what we didn't know at that time was... 12 years ago, for context of the listeners of this episode, who knows when you're (laughs) listening to this, (laughs) if it could be next, it could be in a month or it could be years. So 12 years ago. (laughs) This has been a long time in the making, a long time. Uh, I feel like I've got my PhD in this subject matter now. (laughs) um, So we we built this system and what we didn't know was that, okay, well, will our non you know, will the non-tech savvy people in our area, like there's a lot of retired people, will they, you know, click on a link or trust a link in an email to click on it, enter their app, their zip code and try to book us that way. Anyway, so we built this thing that was essentially just a test, like proof of concept. We right. sent out an email on a Tuesday to 400 of our customers. And by Thursday, we had 400 appointments or winterization booked. Wow. Doing another thing. And it was kind of this big aha moment. And that essentially was the real birthplace of Ruth Villa as we know it today, because, oh my gosh, this was amazing. Um, All these appointments are set. They're kind of where we want them to be. And now we can have everybody in the office focus on other things and we can actually start turning a profit. Um, So there was, there was that, but this, this kind of led down the road into other things, other learnings along the way. Um, where we looked at the fact that, you know, zip code areas actually aren't as efficient as we could be. You know, they don't consider, you know, major freeways or bridges or that sort of thing. I mean, they're, they're based in, in large part off of population data from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And, and so, you know, there's those factors. And it wasn't the ability which we wanted to be able to basically, you know, draw on a map, circle a row of houses in a certain neighborhood and say, hey, we want Naylor to be the guy. If anybody from this neighborhood comes on with an address, we want to make sure they get Naylor's calendar. He's the one that's crushing it in that neighborhood. We want to make sure that, you know, that's who goes out and does the job. Yeah, versus that, a zip code. And the man, I'm, trying, I'm going all over the place. Like even, uh, even here for lawn maintenance, like my yeah. one zip code is too much. Like people are like, oh, well, I'm in blank zip code. I'm like that. Oh, I'm in Midlothian. It's like, do you realize how big that is? Like I'm not going to yeah. drive, you know, a 30 <laughs> minute radius yeah. all over the place. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like yeah. you really got to narrow it down. So I totally can, yeah. can relate to that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, in our area here, we got, 
we've got an 80 mile lake and one bridge and we've got a zip code that goes across both sides of the lake oh. but an hour, hour drive around to get to the other side right so it doesn't work yeah Toro's new Revolution Series lineup provides you with a smarter, more connected fleet that makes your operation more efficient than ever before. It's the products you already know and love, just supercharged with Toro's Hypercell battery system. Learn all about Toro's new Revolution Series line at revolution.toro.com or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. How can you save more time and make more money in your lawn care business? Easy, by becoming more efficient. So how do you create more efficiency? Well, it starts with building a profitable service area and then being able to pre-qualify your leads based on that area. Creating efficiency for your business is why my service area was built. My service area is a simple website tool that will filter out unprofitable inquiries based on their address from the map you designed in my service area. So what does this mean for you? No more wasting time responding to website inquiries that wouldn't be profitable. Instead, you'll be saving time, running dense routes, and making more money. Think of my service area as your website secretary. Except we don't eat, drink, sleep, or call in sick. We run 24-7 filtering out unprofitable leads for your business. My service area is so simple, yet so valuable. And the best part? You can get started for free. Just visit MyServiceArea.com now and create your free account today. Again, at this point, we really didn't have, actually have an intention of building like Rudzilla as a tech company. We were just trying to, um, you know, you know, show a profit in our own business and make our own business as profitable as possible. Which kind of leads to my my next point in this kind of this whole methodology actually that we've developed over the last 12 years that I'm really passionate about. We call it compound mobility. So really like maximizing, uh, you know, your, your per mile revenue or your return on your mileage. And so looking at things where, you know, you need to apply like different layers and then Rootzilla covers this where you can limit, not only, you know, circle your own geofenced areas on a map, but also limit your driving distance between appointments. And so that you can really compound your mobility so you can, you know, maximize your calendar and maximize your, your schedule, which we call the, you know, the capacity maximizer piece, where if I look at my calendar and say, how much of this time today was spent driving versus how much of this time was actually spent doing, you know, things that make me money. Um, but it's funny, we, we built this whole thing initially and we, um, and, and we ended up, so we actually ended up selling the service company for three times of what we bought it for and went it all in on the software and, and figured that, uh, you know, once we release the software, everybody's going to be clamoring for it. It's just going to be a home run and it's going to be fantastic. And this is now back in say, 2014. You know, we actually have gone to the Silicon Valley at that point, learned about the whole tech space, got some investment from down there. And uh, we came out of the gates with this amazing solution and we just kind of fell flat. Hmm. And, uh, and what we thought was going to happen didn't happen. And it's cause we were a little bit ahead of the market, you know, oh, at that time, yeah. you know, pe- people were still looking at it like, nah, you know, um, the belief anyways, that no, my, my customers just want to talk to me on the phone. You know, they're not comfortable with the digital experience. Yeah. But it's interesting. Now we're in this, and I think you and I have touched on this before, this, this omni-channel um, communication world that we live in where you have to be able to, you know, meet your customers where they're at, whether it's on the phone, 
whether it's inside your website, whether it's through a web chat form or whatever it might be, you need to have a scheduling solution that syncs uh, with all of those channels. And that's sort of where we're at with Rootzilla now. We're not just, not just online booking, but we're a tool for the call center. We're a tool for you when you're on the job. We're a tool for um, whatever communication channel your customer wants to communicate with you through. Wherever they're most comfortable, that's where you have to meet them and that's where you have to schedule them. And if you don't, so we say never lose a lead. We help, we help you know, bond professionals, for example, never lose a lead because of poor scheduling. And part of that is just having the capability that when you've got somebody on the phone or you've got them on their site, to be able to take their address and instantly offer them available times um, that work for you as a business to ensure you're compounding your mobility. So you're maximizing your per mile revenue. When you're going to a certain area, you're filling you know, your calendar with other appointments that are within that area. So that's, um, so that's a little bit of the story. There's more, um, there's more to it. So a funny thing happened. So I mentioned how we, we kind of fell flat yeah. when we came out of the gate with this. And then in 2018, it was actually the day that my wife and I um, were adopting our daughter, who's now, she's now four. And uh, we were adopting our daughter at the foster home. And I get an email that says, Greg from Tesla.com has signed up for Rootzilla. <laughs> and I said to my wife, look at, look at this. I said, Somebody from Tesla just signed up for Rootzilla. So I'm pretty sure they're from Tesla. I mean, if you've got an at Tesla.com email address, yeah. work for Tesla. And then so over the next next week, all of a sudden there was 10 Tesla accounts created on Rootzilla. Um, we had over 300 employees up and running without even, like, we never even talked to them on the phone yet. They didn't have any training. And, and this kind of was what breathed new life into Rootzilla mm. and kind of brought us into the world we're in today where companies are more, more so starting to look for a solution. But how did they find that? How did they like, I don't understand. How did these Tesla people stumble upon it? Like it's, it's just out there on the internet. They were just searching stuff. And then like, is it an app? Like what, how did they find this? Yeah. It's, a, it's funny. You know, we, at this point we were just kind of bootstrapping our way along, you know, working other jobs, keeping, keeping the, the software alive and uh, on our site. So we had it on our website. We had, a, we had a link. People could come and they could sign up for a free trial. It was one, I guess, kind of rogue Tesla employee was searching everywhere, high and low, for oh, the man. exact solution that they needed. I mean, they had, this is a Fortune 50 company that prides itself on building technology, right? Right. So the fact that we had built something that they hadn't, you know, even thought of or, or, or a way to build yet was, was pretty cool. And, yeah. You know, suspect, but they didn't um, realize he, it was, I guess the upper, upper levels didn't realize it was a problem, but the sales guys were like driving all over the place, going crazy, dealing with the same problems that you were talking about with the irrigation company that you took on. And it was just, it wasn't profitable. It was, they were pulling their hair out and they, 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 they were like you, there's gotta be something out there. And there was, cause you created it. Yeah. Cause there wasn't yeah. something when you looked for it and you created it. Yeah. Well, exactly. It was, you know, they, um, um, so we, yeah, we came in from the bottom up. The uppers didn't know like this was necessarily, um, a big concern. Um, they were, you know, they were receiving thousands of requests a day for service. Part of their mandate was that 80% of service is provided mobily. So 
They come to your home or your office or whatever it is you want your car work done. Wow. So, so very similar to the irrigation case. Is that yeah. We have to book a time at somebody's home and there's certain things that have to I mean the car obviously has to be there <laughs> right. uh, uh, for one. So in our case, the water had to be turned off. In their case, there needed to be a vehicle there they could work on. Um, and, and so they were getting all these requests and they had, they had a, you know, equivalent to what, again, what, you know, job or house call pro, whatever would be in the back end, like a field service management system in mm-hmm. place yeah. uh, that, that was very robust. Um, but it still left their admin team with all this work, this work, like all these requests as they came in, putting them on the map, trying to figure out who's going where, when, um, what they ended up doing was just opening up these Rudilla accounts and sending an autoresponder back kind of similar to how we did the email to our clients. It says, Hey, click this link, enter the address you want service at. And then Rudilla would autonomously do the rest. Just hmm. give them give the people times based on who, what technicians they had going where and when. And yeah. We ended up doing a, a case study with them um, over 50,000 appointments. And we were saving them an average of 16 to 20 minutes per appointment by eliminating all the admin work that actually went into scheduling and rescheduling and moving everything around and trying to make the day yeah. uh, the most, most efficient as possible. Wow. Um, we also were able to double the number of appointments. Again, this is the whole compound <laughs> ability piece, the number of appointments that their techs were doing a day from two to three to five or six. Wow. So what does that look like for us in the, in the, the lawn and landscape um, industry? Like how, how, how would this help us and what, what does it look like? You know, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, help people visualize this when they're listening, you know, without having to, to, they can obviously just go to routezilla.com and look at it. But I mean, like, is it integrated with their website? Is it an app? Is it like, what, what does this look like? Tell, Tell us how, how we would use this. Yeah. Yeah. It's really simple. Uh, for one, I mean, it's, we've made it so that it actually takes less than a minute now uh, to set up an account. We used to be a seven step process. We actually uh, simplified it to a three step process where, uh, initially you have to tell us, you know, your name of your company, um, you know, your email, like login information you want for your account, uh, what initial service you want to offer, how much time it takes you to provide that service, whether it be, a free estimate an irrigation winterization or, uh, you know, a one-off lawnmower or, 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 you know, a new installation of some sort, you choose that. You can add multiple services after the fact. You can, you can choose initially in a quick setup an area that you want to provide your service in. So if somebody comes on with an address in that area that they see availability and go in after again and draw hundreds of geofenced areas. You could, you could get as granular as you want. You can limit availability in certain areas that maybe are quite rural that you don't want to have your schedule wide open to. You got all those layers are built in, which you don't really need to get into initially. In that one, in that one minute sort of quick setup process, what you end up with is your own URL, your own scheduling link. Okay. So very similar to something like like Calendly or something. Like Calendly, yeah. yeah. But you basically the simplest way to describe Rudzilla would be say. Take Calendly and marry it with like some, you know, routing software. Right. Put the two together, and that's what we do. It's the full. It's the it's the Calendly yeah. and routing experience all in one. Right. Um, and and so essentially, once you've got that URL, and once you you know you're basically all set up to start accepting bookings, 
can dive into your settings after and you can add additional layer, layers where you can say how far you're willing to travel between appointments. You can add unlimited staff members uh, to your account. Um, you could do a two-way Google Calendar integration, all that. So if you're comfortable using something like Google Calendar right now, then you can just set up Rootzilla and just keep using Google Calendar. Like you really don't need to go back and forth into Rootzilla all the time. Rootzilla will read your Google Calendar and make sure it doesn't, you know, double book things on your calendar, that sort of thing. Um, and I mean, you can take it, there's a little embed code you can grab where you can embed Rootzilla right into your website. And so now you've got this really slick set of forms in your site. Nobody even actually knows you're using Rootzilla. They just think, wow, like you've got a real savvy webmaster or something like that, or, yeah. uh, you know, your website's amazing. You guys have probably built some, you know, amazing technology <laughs> for scheduling. We love it. How come all the other, you know, lawn pros don't have this set up on their site? Yeah. That sort of thing. So, yeah. Right. So because, so this way you don't, we don't normally, so just, I want to take this one, one layer further just so people can really understand as I'm understanding now. So normally we get calls or emails like, you know, websites are, typically more helpful if you have a good website set up, you know, there's like, you know, fill out this form and whatever, but, and there's some sort of auto responding type thing, but just getting phone calls and emails, uh, probably e emails more so because phone call, you can't, you know, give them a link over the phone, but you know, the emails you still have to respond to. And it's, it's very similar to a phone call. Like people like, Hey, I want to quote for this and that. And you're like, Hey, thanks for contacting us. Yes. You know, and, and, and then usually there's some information left out. Right. So you're like, Hey, can you give us your address or what services do you actually want to quote for? You know, like yeah, all yeah. these things and whatever's left out very rarely do they just spell it all out for you right away. And you could say, but even if they do, you're still like, okay, great. We can, we can be out you know, in a couple hours or we'll give you a quote within 24 hours or whatever your scenario is. But there's all that interaction in between where, and you don't even, and, and if they don't tell you exactly where like their address or whatever, right away, you, you having to get their address as a step and then they're not even in the, your service area and all this stuff. So, you know, um, and then you have to look at your own calendar and be like, okay, when, and then people are asking like, when can you come? Can you come tonight? Can you come tomorrow? And now you're looking at your calendar, trying to figure it out. So basically oh. all these, all those things that we deal with every day, Routezilla really can streamline that by just sending them a link. Like, absolutely. You know, you yeah. still probably have to get some information if they leave something out, like what services they want or whatever, but you could be like, here's the link, go ahead and, and click on that and, and book an appointment, you know, with our, with our, with our, uh, our estimator or something, you know, like, um, and it really just streamlines. It also looks very professional in my opinion, you know, people are like, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is fancy. This is professional, you know, instead of going back and forth, like five different emails or something. And, and then there's no real like official feeling sometimes. And they're like, Hey, are you still coming? And they're texting you or whatever. And all this weird stuff, you know? Oh, oh I, I, yeah, hundred percent. Like, I, I can, I can, I can feel it uh, through the airways here. What you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Feel the pain and all that. And I know there's many out there that are that are stuck and all that. I mean, and one of the questions, I mean, I think um, every business owner has to ask themselves, like, you know, what happens when, if, especially if you're a sole proprietor or something like that. I mean, what happens when you're taking time away with your family, or what happens when, you know, you, you want to enjoy, you know, some time, some time off. Uh, with your friends uh, and who's running your business or who's making sure that any new opportunities that might be out there are still getting into your funnel uh, and being put into your calendar. So that right. the doors are always open, right? I mean, 
how much would it cost you to have somebody who's available 24 seven to automate and handle all this for you? Yeah. Like, yeah think about it. I mean, it, I mean, that's the experience that your customer wants. Um, there's nothing more frustrating than, you know, it's nine o'clock at night. Uh, and maybe you're sitting around, you just had a late dinner with your wife and, and uh, you're having a glass of wine and somebody says, your wife says, you know, we need to get, you know, this, we need to get the sandbox looked at in our backyard because, you know, the kids' play area is looking a little run down. I'd love to have somebody come out and have a look. Okay, uh, let me just Google, see who's in the area here and see if we can find somebody to come out and look at that. Okay, yeah, I've got a few phone numbers here. Well, I've got a few forms I can fill out, and I guess we'll just wait until Monday for somebody to get back to us. Yeah. Um, versus, hey, honey, I just, you know what? I found this really slick site here. They were, I was able to book an appointment. There's somebody coming out Tuesday at two o'clock, uh, and, and I'm on it. And right. Now we're going to get this looked at. Right. So, so, Versus you know, like waiting until Monday before you even can con contact somebody. Right. Yeah. You've already got your right. appointment booked and ready to go. All, all, all automated and, and nobody lost sleep over it. Cause you have a good point. A lot of people, you know, like you said, they're home They're A lot of people are contacting you after working hours because they were busy working. So, and they just couldn't get to it or whatever, or they had dinner with their spouse or they're looking outside and they're like, Oh man, I got to follow up on that. And they finally, execute you know and pull up a phone number or an email or a website and and you're like not or you know you're not even in the picture because you're trying to like do your thing you're here it's after hours for you so yeah for sure i can definitely uh see that um it, it's interesting there's another um key key point i think trend we're seeing in the market right now when it comes to the amount of money some companies are spending on, on getting new leads and I think it's a, it's a pretty widely accepted fact that if you don't, if you're paying money to get leads, maybe from Angie's, you know, list or something like that, that if you don't respond within 15 minutes to these leads, you're, you might as well just be throwing your money away. Right. That's, the conversion rates go way down. Right. Beyond, beyond 15 minutes. Um, or on top of that, I mean, if you're trying to, again, like, uh, you know, there's some services out there now that, have call centers, for example, that will let you, will handle it for you. They'll help you respond in a timely manner, which is really good. And I know that that kind of stuff is having a huge impact on, on for many companies and their ability to convert these leads. But then again, you're still left with, even if you've got somebody responding, you still have to handle that, that scheduling piece. Either the call center is going to go and pump them into a static calendar at a time that doesn't really work for you, mm -hmm. or you're going to put something like Rudzilla in their hands and say, Hey, you know what? You can you can enter their address into this Rudzilla account, and you can be confident that whatever times Rudzilla tells you you can offer them are good for me because they're all they fit within all of my scheduling parameters that I have set up on the back end, and it's, I know that whatever gets put in there, it's going to keep me within a tight little area. It's going to compound my mobility. It's going to help me maximize my per mile profitability. And, right. And, uh, away you go. Right. Because, because something that I don't want people to miss or forget is it's beyond just the calendar part of it. It's the calendar part, but the, it's the, the appointments are based on the, the times that you have available, but also where you want to be available at those time days and times. So it all is like synced together. You know, you set all that up in the back end, and then you just kind of set it and forget it. And, and, and then it just does the rest for you. So this way you're not driving all over the place. You can 
less work for you to try and be like, oh man, I, I wish I could have gone to this person that time or this or that, you know, I was already over there and I got to go all the way back over there and all this yeah. stuff. So yeah, that's the, the piece that I think we, uh, I don't want people to miss is that the whole kind of the whole route density for doing estimates, you know, I'm all about route density yeah. for getting yeah. lawn maintenance accounts. So I'm not driving all over town just to mow someone's lawn or spray their yard or whatever. Well, it should be the same for doing quotes. I mean, yes, if you're sticking with route density, you should only be getting quotes in those same neighborhoods. But depending on what your services are, you know, when you go above and beyond maintenance, you know, and you have landscaping, hardscaping, those kind of things where you're going out further because you're making more money than just a regular maintenance activity. You're doing these big design builds, installs, you're leaving equipment on properties for days at a time. Like driving should be a part of that estimate, you know, so you're going to go further. So that's where I think RouteZilla would really come in handy for that too. So you can really pinpoint what areas you are willing to drive to, to give quotes for landscaping and designing and hardscaping and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's, it's, it's above and beyond just having, a, you know, count calendly for your calendar to just be like, all right, well, there's nothing on the calendar for today, you know, like let's, for these times, let's just pop some stuff in there. It's like, oh, but, and then another person, another person, they're all in the same neighborhood, but they could have all been in the same day if you could have had, had something to yeah. do it for you. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, I can't even, Imagine, like, if I was to go back in time to our irrigation company and imagine if I had used something like Calendly to book 700 people in, I mean, oh, my gosh, we would have been... All over our, the place. Our, our <laughs> mileage, would, we, would have, we would have driven, you know, 200,000 miles to, to get that work done. It would have been crazy. Right. Because that's just about the, the times that are available on what days, not when you're going to be there, you know? So, like, for, for one, more, one more level for, for my listeners to understand. So, like... I have three main neighbor uh, main neighborhoods that I you know do maintenance mowing and spraying and all that. Those are three main ones. So if somebody and and obviously we have certain days of the week right that we're in those neighborhoods if we're doing it the right way. I say obviously, but maybe it's not obviously for everybody. But for me, you know, it's like okay, Monday we're Mondays and Tuesdays we're in this neighborhood. We, you know, Wednesday Thursday we're in this neighborhood or whatever. And so if someone calls or emails or contacts us from any of those neighborhoods for a quote. It's like, okay, if it's on Thursday, but that's a Monday thing, I'm not, you know, we, Routezilla could just book them for the following, for the following Monday, you know, like, Hey, yeah, here's some yeah. times for Monday. That's our next available thing because we're already going to yeah. be in that neighborhood or I'm already going to be yeah. in the neighborhood or whatever. So I can just stop by and give them a quote right then and there, so on and so forth. So that's kind of, if we, you know, if we, uh, one more level to help people, the listeners, hopefully figure this out. Like, oh, okay, I, I see now versus, yeah, let me just drive back out to this neighborhood that I already took care of that's 15 minutes away from the neighborhood that I'm in. And, you know, I mean, that stuff adds up, you know, like like you said, it's compounding. It's all about compounding interest that, that adds up over time. The more you're driving back and forth for this, that, and the other thing, it's, you know, you really want to streamline. I'm all about streamlining too, which is why this, you know, I was really intrigued by RouteZilla when, when uh, I heard about it. So, um, good stuff for sure. Is, is there any, any, um, before we wrap up, was there any other, uh, tips or any other things you wanted to say about RouteZilla and, and obviously where they can, can go to find out more information? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd first off say that we've got, we've got some, some free training that we offer. We call it our compound uh, mobility methodology training where we teach uh, companies how to really dive into the weeds and in terms of figuring out their return on their mileage, how to maximize their capacity, 
how to get their systems in sync and all that. And all of that is free. We, kind of, we teach you basically how to do everything Rootzilla does. We just kind of do it manually. So, and, there's, and there's ways that you can do this manually without ever using Rootzilla as the automation piece. There's, there's vast improvements you can make uh, on that uh, return on your mileage number or that, as you alluded to, like your route density piece. Um, so, so obviously anybody who's interested in that sort of thing, they're, they're welcome to come through that training and, and learn more about how to do some of those calculations and all that. Uh, you can go to our website, rootzilla.com. You can sign up for a 15 day free trial at any time. I mean, and we say, you know, if you don't book at least 15 jobs within that first 15 days, if, if the product hasn't delivered on its value for you, which it should in that time frame, I mean, it only takes a minute to get the account set up. Um, then we'll extend your free trial. We'll, we'll, we'll promise you that you will get at least at least the return of your first 15 books. Now we're not going to generate the leads for you, right? But but having Rootzilla connected to whatever source you get your leads from, you should have no problem uh, getting at least that many bookings in the within the trial, and sort of seeing you know what Rootzilla without any risk really uh, seeing what Rootzilla can do for you. It doesn't mean, I mean, you continue using whatever field service management system you're using now. We'll integrate with, with any of those. Um, we're not looking to replace those. We're just looking to enhance your overall customer experience. That's it. Yeah. And so that's RouteZilla, R-O-U-T-E, for like route, and then Zilla, Z-I-L-L-A.com. So RouteZilla.com. And just real quick, going back to, I, I want to remember, when you were talking about you'd spend money to market and if you don't have any way to, you know, deal with all the clients coming in or all of the other uh, requests coming in, it, it's like you wasted your money and, and your time. And I always thought about it too. Personally, I would think it was kind of like false advertising too. Like I'm, you know, spending all this, you know, trying to promote like all this stuff and then people try and contact me. And, and if I'm not ready and available and have some sort of system, which you know, I didn't know Rodzilla existed, but if I didn't have some sort of plan and I'm just like flying by the seat of my pants and never answer my phone, not returning calls, I'm super overwhelmed, emails backed up, like that's, that just looks horrible on you. You know, you're over here advertising, you know, sign up today, you know, whatever. And, and no one even returns people's calls or emails. That's awful. That's to me, that's false advertising and puts a bad reputation for your, your business. So, um, you know, definitely Routezilla sounds like a solution to that to help get all that set up first, do your marketing, and then now you have some some way to capture all this in a very organized, professional way and not be all stressed out and staying out, staying out and up late to deal with all this stuff and missing out on all these things. I mean, you're already probably doing that from bookkeeping and, you know, all these other kinds of things that you probably haven't, you know, if you, if someone hasn't found a solution to those yet either, which there's plenty of solutions to that too. It's like, why have one more thing, you know? So I, I, and I love these stories that I keep meeting a lot of folks such as yourself, Robert, that have, um, just had a problem basically had their own problem that they had to solve. And then they're like, Hey, I bet, you know, other people could benefit from this. And then it becomes like a separate company in and of itself, a solution for other, other people in your, in, in your industry or the service industry or company industry, just, just other entrepreneurs and business owners. And I think that's really cool. And I appreciate you sharing the story and, and creating Routezilla. Well, Hey, Naylor, it's been a, it's been a pleasure being on here. Thank you for letting me share my story. Uh, I, you know, I really want all the, all the, you know, the lawn pros out there to experience the same benefits that I 
you know, got to enjoy with my company. That was, that was part of the dream is to take what we learned, uh, we're able to do for ourselves and share it with others. And I'm really passionate about this. I love talking about it. And I'm really thankful that, that I've had the opportunity to come on a sh- your show here today and, and talk about uh, this subject matter. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, thanks to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And I thank you guys for listening. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. This is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.